Hello everyone, this is the short talk for uh, July. Now, this is the first of a, 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 new, a new series of talks um, which we're going to cover the design concepts and technologies that form part of the new uh, project Toronto. So my name is Simon Birchall, I'm the Managing Director. I've just introduced people around the table. We've got Nathan. Uh, Nathan Price, I'm Technical Director. Mike. Hi, I'm Mike Coop, I'm uh, Project Manager. I'm uh, David Webb and uh, I'm the Implementation Specialist for Tonga. I'm Matt Wilkinson, I'm the Head of the Sport Team. And I'm Nathan Beveridge, Head of Support Team 1. Great, okay, so the, just a bit of background information first. Um, the, the current version of Timeware, which is Timeware 2020, um, is based if you trace its origins back to, to a product called Timeware 6, which was released about I think it was 2002, something like that. Um, and the, we, 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 we decided a couple of years ago that we were going to uh, redevelop the product. And what was the reason for that, Neth? What was the reason for the, the, the big redesign, the big idea? From Timeware 6 to Toronto. Yeah, the micro, well, there, was a, there was concerns, wasn't there? Microsoft yeah. were going to pull the yeah, plug I mean, from. I mean, the, 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 the code now is probably 18 years old, isn't it? 18 yes. years old. And it uses COM objects, so it uses old DLLs. Um, and ever a worry that, well, a concern that if Microsoft was to stop supporting that technology, yep. um, we'd be screwed. We'd, yeah. Yeah, we'll be screwed. Okay, so for a couple of years, maybe three, four years, this is we've been we've been planning this. We started a couple of years ago, um, and so the idea now is once a month we're just going to do this um, this this uh, maybe five ten minute um, overview on the new technologies that have been introduced. So, um, the project we call it Project Toronto. Um, it's it, it, it really it's time we're seven. Um, we, we're not sure when this is going to be released properly. It's going to be uh, if you look at the notes, this is going to be uh, phased in slow, uh, gradually. So 2021, you're going to see some uh, new Toronto standards uh, within the application, and I think within sort of within three or four years, everything will be converted to this new technology. So, um, we've got a number of points we want to cover, um, and the first one we've got is an uh, enterprise class solution. Um, and maybe we could pick up on that. What, what's, um, I mean, that, that, that's what we're aiming for, to, to have, have a product that will be scalable. Um, so, the, I, think, I think one of the notes we said earlier is that this, this new coding pattern is designed to enable many programmers to work on the application simultaneously, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, so the coding pattern that we're using is a model view view model, MVVM. Uh, and the concepts behind that is that the user interface is separate from the logic behind. Okay, and, and what that would allow us to do in, in the future is change the user interface. So, when, uh, what would that be? Uh, let's say Microsoft brings out a uh, new user interface. At the moment the the latest and greatest user interface is WPF which is uh, Windows Presentation Foundation um, and that, that's what everybody's going to at the moment. That, that gives you a super slick look and and uh, all the bells and whistles that right. you see on Microsoft Office and, and products like that. Um, 
but in the future if, uh, if Microsoft brought out a new user interface it would be relatively easy change because the, the code is separate from the user interface using this uh, design approach, this programming approach um, it'll, uh, maybe it'll take a year to change the, the so front if, end If we're going to do a web a browser based though. That's it, that, 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 yeah. that, that's another reason for it so um, we could do a web front end okay um, but we may keep the desktop from end yes. as well. Yeah. But okay. behind the scenes, it's using all, all the same view models, all the same code right. that the desktop um, um, application would use. Okay. Good. Um, um, very future proof. Um, okay. All right. The next point then. I've got um, Net Core three um, and .NET five. Okay. So so we're on the cutting edge of. The .NET framework at the moment, and the .NET framework is is um, a bunch of um, calls and um, what would you call it? Mm. A bunch of calls sounds good enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it, rather. Let's say we wanted to save to a file or read from a file or or um, implement some security. Microsoft have all, already got a collection of calls that sort of they come under the uh, .NET framework umbrella. Right. So they've already done that. You've got the best people in the world working, how, working out how to do these things that we might need to use. So rather than us reinventing the wheel, what we do is we, is we um, into tap, tap yeah. into this framework. And at the moment, the cutting edge framework is .NET Core. Uh, three. .NET Core three. Okay. okay, and I think in November um, it's going to get uh, uh, moved over to .NET five. So they've dropped the core bit of the name, and they they've called it .NET five. So this is that's not to get confused with the .NET framework four yeah. that they're on at the yeah. moment. That that's yeah yeah. So so the the .NET five framework. That's what we're going to be. Yeah. using towards the end of the year yeah probably in our in our release so in november that'll be dot that'll be dot net five and then they're releasing a dot net six seven and what what would that mean what does that mean for upgrades was that what do we have do we have the, to the well the 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 dot net car framework is very lightweight uh it's a it's a small install but by default it should be on most operating systems windows are, are pushing it out right um, as part of when you when you do an upgrade on your computer it should have so we won't have to do a special because do we have to do did we have to do that a few years ago was we had to do it with some some components yeah yeah okay all right entity framework core okay so this this is an offshoot of dotnet core and it's to deal with the database side of of the framework yes okay um and what that allows you to do is we could talk to SQL database right. and it would be very easy using this framework to switch it over to MySQL or any other database technologies that come out in the future. Okay. So we use this .NET car and, and uh, again it lets us be if flexible you, if you, in so the future. It's for flexibility, it's for flexibility. Future. Yeah. Okay. okay, themes and palettes, this is a 
this is an interesting one. Okay. Yeah. What 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 we're trying to do here is give the uh, user more customization options. Yes. Um, so some nowadays it seems to be the latest and greatest thing to. They all have the screen setting or was it dark, 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 dark mode? mode. Yeah. Yeah. Increased productivity. Increased <laughs> productivity. When? So this is this is standard, isn't it, on things like Word, Office, Office yeah, the, the, a lot yeah. of application now. Yeah. Even your Android phone or iOS, I think, have dark modes now. Yeah. Um, so it's not just dark mode we're talking about. It's the, it's there's a, a whole a vast array of, of themes yeah. and palettes and yeah. I think when you when you mentioned it to me that you, for example, if you've got someone that struggles with like their eyesight, you can make the image more clear and, and scale it a little bit better. That's it. They have high contrast modes. Cal um, cal mode. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And you can get the application to look and feel the way you want because I use Visual Studio a lot. There's a Visual Studio thing, so it just feels nicer to me. I guess if somebody else is using Office all the time, Office 19 or Office 17. They can select the You've got a 1992 thing. mode for me. <laughs> Great. Okay. So and leading on from that, then we've got ribbon menus and removal of the right click. So I'm yeah. guessing ribbon menus. Um, like you just talked about 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 um, Word and and, and That's Office it. and whatever. So this is so it, it, this we're introducing a technology out with that that people use to yeah. on a daily basis. Yeah. Anybody who uses Word or or Excel or Outlook will be used to this ribbon menu across the top. And this idea of removal of the right click, how many times you get support calls from new users where they're not aware? Yeah, there's tons where they don't actually know that that menu's there. Yes. Obviously with this new style, you can see it at the top of the screen. So we're, going, we're not going to support the right click? No, we, don't, we won't support the right click. And the concept with the ribbon menu, you probably don't notice when you use it on a daily basis. But what happens is, depending on where you clicked on on the screen, it may add something extra into the ribbon menu. So, for instance, if you're clicked into onto a grid of information, um, you may get some grid options appear in the ribbon menu at the top. So you might be able to uh, collapse the, uh, some groupings on the grid or yeah. Um, whole host of what this means though that you, we, we've sort of agreed that when we started this development <clears throat> that we wouldn't add in any new features but by because of the very nature of what we're doing there are going to be new things introduced now that, yeah. um, that not not new features within the application but the way you, you use the features for the users yes yeah, yeah it should make easier things easier, easier for them yeah Okay. Another another important point with that right click. Obviously, if you're if we decide uh, to do a web-based front end for Time Timeless Seven, um, you don't really do right clicks on web pages. No. So that's another uh, another reason for getting away from this right click <coughs> hidden item. Good. Did it touch screen as well, maybe some sort of touch screen. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, in the future, if you're using a touch screen device. Obviously, there isn't a right click on a touchscreen device using your finger. Yeah. yeah. Okay, next item slider menu for timeware modules removed. Yeah, well, what on, on timeware 2020 and below, we have what's called the slider menu in the, in the client on the left hand side. Yeah. Uh, that takes up quite a bit of your, your, your screen uh, and it can only show so much and, and they sort of fall off the bottom of the page. Um, so 
them slider menu, that slider menu is moving up into the ribbon at the top and it will be under a home option. So everything, so you go to items that are usually in the slider would have moved up to the ribbon at the top. It gives you more area and space just, to use underneath. Just on that point, um, the, the size of the, at the moment the application is set, it's a certain size, is it, on, on 2020? No, it, you, can, you can adjust it, but the forms that you, that are loaded, yes. for instance, if you click personnel, yeah. that personnel form is a set size. And what are we proposing on, on Toronto? Will it? Yeah, so, so what happens on Toronto, for instance, if you click that uh, personnel form, yeah. it will, it, it's, it's adaptive. So what that means is it will stretch out into the client area underneath, underneath the ribbon option. Yeah. Uh, and then we use something called floor control. Yeah. And uh, if you have your screen in portrait, it will, it will uh, snake down the screen in panels. If you, if you have it in, in a big, landscape mode or yeah. ultra landscape <laughs> it will just be one uh, one snake so all the way to the to-do list yeah the to-do list what it could be that it doesn't disappear off the bottom no we it, it, it would snake, snake and, and really what we're trying to do here is is make the best use of your screen real estate that you've got right okay good that's that's the idea behind it okay the next point in line error handling yeah, what's, what's not too good, I don't want to say negatives, but what's not too good with timer at the moment is you, you usually get told what the problem is at the point of saving. Yes. Um, what's an example? So let's say you're saving a personnel record yeah. and you've not selected groups. Yeah. So little, is that yeah. a good example? That's yeah. it. And what's even worse in personnel is you can move around them different tabs and the problem could actually be on a tab that you so was you've gone past groupings you're in hell yeah try and save it says yeah there's a problem with grouping and you're like where's grouping gone okay um this is so intuitive thing so yeah this is um yeah you're getting told you're getting told the problem at the point that you're trying to save yeah. yeah um so so what this in in line handling is is it will just highlight on the screen yeah so imagine next uh, if the badge field needed filling out there'd be a little red circle within the badge field if you hover over it it'll tell you the, what's what yes. the issue is with that so it's missing or it's an uh, incorrect number or something like that and, and then also tied into that the buttons below your save button wouldn't be enabled anywhere so you wouldn't even be able to click that save button while there was uh, validation issues on the screen. That's good. So null, t null text prompt. Do you know what that is, Mike? At the point of writing the notes of this, on That's the okay. spot, I don't. <laughs> he was starting to doze off. I was trying to keep him awake there. Yeah, go on. Can you explain what the, yeah, what the null text is? Just, just a pointer. So, for instance, if um, if you had a a payroll field yes okay and if that payroll field is empty you'll have some very light grey text just pointing you in the right direction of what should be in that field yes. yeah so for instance like an example payroll. yeah it could be an example payroll number with a yeah. slash in a particular place and it, rather than you having to put uh, another label next to it explaining what should be in this box the labels actually within the box and, and it just looks nice when it saves 
it saves space on the form. Okay, next, Microsoft Application Insights. Okay, well, Application Insights is a technology, uh, it's for recording telemetrics with your application. This is this is for this is this is at your level, isn't it? It's not for support purposes. But for support as well, it, right? Okay, it's for support as well. So, the the when you when you install this uh, Timeware Seven, yeah. it'll ask you if you'd like to help us uh, basically solve issues in yes, the future. Okay. Um, and if you say yes to that, what, what can happen then is if you get any errors within the software or any issues, they'll get sent to our cloud server. Um, programmers will be able to look at that. What is our cloud server? Azure. 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 Um, our, our support guys will see <coughs> any issues that are happening with the software um, that people are using and then we'll be able to fix it quickly. I want to try and clarify something. Let's say somebody... It's anonymous as well. It's right. anonymous. Let's say there is... What's it again? I want to... It's not for fault logging, is it? it, it not that's for fault logging. It's a crash rather than... Yeah, so, yeah, let's say... Let's say somebody rings up and they say Ethel's records have been deleted. Yeah. Can you tell me who's done that? It's not for that level. Not it's for audit. We, we release some software. Yeah. We've tested it here. We release it. It, it, it helps you, doesn't it? Your yeah. level, developer level, and it would help at a, at a support level. Diagnose these right. issues. We know exactly where it happened. We know the frequency, so it might not just be. And this is by client, is it? Is it by, is, by by client? Okay. Uh, and by company, so so we'll know if it's uh, specific to a site or if we're getting lots of this same issue coming. Uh, we'll know it's a bigger problem. Did you say this is anonymous? Is anonymized? It's, it, it is anonymous. Uh, anonymized. Anonymized. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we won't be able to go back to that customer and say. But we could see that the, that we was a, see there was, there was an a problem. Issue. Yeah, that we needed to, and yeah, that would give you a clue to it. Programmers would be able to look at that issue, hopefully resolve it, and then when you get your, your next update, that problem will go away. Okay. So leading on from that, then we've got detailed local logs. I guess is that fault logs? Yeah, these these are local fault logs. Um, so uh, what we have at the moment, if we, if we're on time we're twenty twenty and below. We have uh, the audit trail. Um, and really that audit trail has been used incorrectly really. We put errors that happen on, on clients in there. We don't audit half of it. But um, <coughs> so the, the new idea is we have lo uh, local audits. And that would be local on the, on the customer server? That's it. Yeah. So if, if a customer has a problem, our technicians, with their permission, will be able to look at this um, uh, log and it, it's super in-depth and this is nothing to do with applications inside that this is no, just this, this is, is, now this your is another technology yeah, right. that we use um, to resolve issues on a client pc okay um <coughs> excuse me audit trail redesign i guess that you just mentioned that haven't you yeah again we want the audit trail to have less errors in it and more audited information yeah and, and like i said just keep keep them two things set. Sure. Okay, just two more then. We've got the Toronto licensing engine. Yeah. Not, uh, I guess that's the re you, you did you did the redesign. 
Yeah, we've, do, we've done a re redesign yeah. of the licensing, and the problem with the old licensing is it would only let us put so much information into that license. This is keys, but we've got, let, let's say for example, we want to specify the number of Suprema devices, the number of users, yeah. the number of clients, yeah. number of blah, 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 blah. as, 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 as yeah. we introduce more things, we started running out of space because of the way we're encrypted. And all it is is we've we've done a new form Great. of license. Yes. Uh, that 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 isn't an issue with okay. anyone. Right. The final point is license packs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's same thing, really. It's, it's, it's it, it, it is the same thing. Um, okay. So this is gone. Sorry. Something with the licensing now as well. We we do have some uh, rebrands that we do. Yeah. Uh, and the licensing controls are rebrands. So what's good from our, our point of view, company point of view, is we've got one lot of software that we test and everything's working fine. And then the, 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 the only difference between ours and the rebrands is what license is inserted. It's the exact yeah. same. I've seen this at, at startup because what, what you get to see yeah. at startup now is, is NMD3. Is yeah. it, which is the deep which is the, the, the default yeah. and it then flicks to that's it that's in time or time where or that's Venice right. or whatever yeah that's right okay good um <clears throat> okay that, that's everything for, for the for the, the july maybe not so short talk really, but <laughs> short talk um so they, 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 they will be posting another one towards the end of august with um with the, the work that's been the, the, the work that's been completed during during this month, um, does anybody get anything else to add? No. Some people have been really quiet. Hmm. Do you have anything? No, not really. You've seen the you've seen the application, didn't you? I they have showed you the was it the uh, what was it the it uh, the dashboard yeah dashboard yeah. So what's, what's your initial thought on that? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's going to be it's, uh, looks interesting. Looks interesting. And pretty modern and yes. Yeah. Yeah, user friendly. What 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 is really important? We mentioned this in a, a meeting earlier that we, we when we bring this when when we finally get to rewrite the client uh, the the client side we can't make any major changes to to the general way it works because there are hundreds of people thousands of people that use the application and they've got to be able to use this new application. So although it will look modern and it will look nice with the latest technologies, it's still going to operate in pretty much the same way, isn't yeah. it? In the future, we'll be able to change things, yeah. uh, but, but, but you know, certainly over the next few years, this, this will get rolled out gradually, maybe over a three, three, four year period. Yeah. 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 yeah it needs to be that way. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's it. Thanks very much, everybody.